Jesus said to Martha, that didn't I say to you that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. So, to see the glory, you have to believe. You have to believe that I had an encounter with God and that He sent me to you. You have to believe that glory is coming to the service. And when a prophet says the thing is here, you have to believe it's here. And you have to imbibe. You have to take it in. Amen. Glory will come upon your business, upon your marriage, upon your ministry. Upon your face, upon your body, and upon your skin. Amen. I want you to know something. God has never had problem with your sins. I'm not saying you sin. In fact, if you're a believer, you don't enjoy sin, right? The real problem God has with you is your inability to receive. We call it faith. That's what frustrates God, not your sin. If it were your sin, the thou shalt not would have continued in the New Testament. Thou shalt not. Cast is the hey, don't. It has been replaced with faith. 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 Believe. Believe. What frustrates the Lord the most about you is not even your sin. I'm not saying that God doesn't care whether you sin or not. See, when the glory hits, you can't sin. I'm telling you. They can put one million dollars down. It will not be a temptation. You can see a naked lady and it's like a man to you. Or like wood. In fact, you can spend the night with her. And bless her. I'm serious. When man sinned, something happened to him. Many things happened to man. But it's summed up in one. He fell short of the glory of God. He fell from glory. It's a fall from glory. Look at me. I was explaining to our church in West Hill. That sometimes people don't understand God. 
just one small instruction that the people disobeyed adam and eve disobeyed and curses and death and god just bam 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 i said no and they read the new testament the curses and the death and the judgment and it's like hey god is too severe it's not god punishing and judging man though god punish and can judge but actually god was just showing them what sin was sin is a curse sin is death they didn't know so he had to show it to them because when the devil sinned it was not murder but murder was hiding in it when adam and eve sinned there was no murder inside but murder was hiding in it let me explain to you sin was not in existence the devil manufactured it and what came as sin was the seed of death so what sin has is death so when the devil sinned he died then this is what happened when the devil sinned he introduced sin into existence but sin was not in the world then adam went and brought sin into the world not just that adam took sin into humanity and people of god it was not like oh god said don't eat that tree and they ate the tree and then i was like, no what adam did was to take the devil's nature into him he took the devil into him so the devil's nature called death with the seed of sin was introduced into man and then god tried to show them through the whole law what had happened to man so god doesn't have to kill anybody sin will kill you anyway god doesn't have to curse anybody the sin is the curse god doesn't have to kill anybody man was dead anyway the sin the devil committed he invented it but the sin adam committed adam did not invent it the death the devil died was an eternal death the death adam died was a spiritual death spiritual death is reversible by spiritual life or eternal life eternal death is irreversible because it's eternal death 
That's why the devil cannot be called back. He cannot repent and he cannot be saved. Then we also started sinning. But our sin was also different from Adam's sin. Because Adam was the one to bring sin into the body. The rest of us, we are just manifesting what is already in the body. So we didn't sin after Adam's transgression. We did not sin according to Adam's transgression, yet death reigned over all of us. The Bible says death reigned over all, even those who did not sin after Adam's transgression. But you see, our concept of sin is so poor. And sometimes when we try to explain it, people think you are explaining sin away. People think that you want people to sin. Now, you are calling fornication sin and it's a sin. You are calling stealing sin and it's a sin. You are calling murder sin and it is a sin. Heinous crime. But have you thought for a moment, what sin did the devil commit? Murder? No. Fornication? No. Stealing? No. All the ones you mentioned? No, 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 no. Every sin you... So, sometimes when people get very zealous about sin... I say, you don't even understand. For all of us now, murder is the highest sin. At least up to this point. When you slash somebody's throat, it's the highest. So what would the Antichrist come and do? They say the man of sin will be revealed. They say, the mystery of iniquity. Sin is a mystery. The man of sin. The mystery it's like when God became a man, sin will become a man. He's called the Antichrist. He'll come and live on this earth. And don't be around at that time. Make sure you are in the rapture, you are in heaven. That is what you will see. There is something beyond murder. Right now, many of us are beginning to see abominable sexual perversion. That it's sickening and uh, the word is uh, heartbreaking. I'm looking for the other word. Disgust. Thank you. So, now fornication is cool. Because people are sleeping with animals. Men are sleeping with men. And it's, initially we thought that that's all. That's how worse it could get. That's not what I want to preach on, so let me not even take your mind there. What I'm saying is that when the devil sinned, what did he do? He stole, he committed adultery. These are just some manifestations of sin. The devil set in motion a contrary spirit to the purpose of God. Something that destroys the cosmos, the arrangement. Something that perverts the purpose. Something that corrupts. So people say it was pride. People say, people are looking for the sin. And I tell them, you won't find it. It's a mystery. 
But whatever it was that the devil did, in that single act, spiritual act, or seed of sin, fornication was in it, adultery, murder was in it, envy was in it, every evil you could think about was in it. If you were God, you'd have even just said, oh, yeah, this man hasn't done anything. Because you'd have tried to catch him in a physical act. Do you know that the sins of the spirit are more grievous than the sins of the flesh? Because the sins of the flesh, they are obvious. You can judge it. Can you take somebody to court for being proud? But you can take somebody to court for stealing, right? You say somebody's pride subjective. They won't even mind you. Or evil thought. The guy has an evil thought. You say, what is that? You say, we brought him to court for witchcraft. Like, like, seriously? They will say, prove it in the test tube. Witchcraft. You say, who prove what test tube man? <laughs> Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. So you see, all those laws, do this, don't do this, do this, don't do this, do this, don't do this, was a joke. In fact, when they tried to do it, then they got into greater trouble. Their sin was actually trying to solve the sin problem on the human plane. Honey, only Jesus has Boniedro. It's a mystery. And when Jesus washes your spirit with his blood, then the spirit, the demon called sin, leaves your spirit and you are clean. Well, you haven't stopped chasing yet, but God said he's clean. You're like, oh, he can be clean. Ah, he's not clean. He said the spirit is gone. It's just a matter of time. He will change his behavior. And I can hear some of you say, prophet, but it's taking too long. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> God left some nations in Canaan to teach the Israelites endurance and war. See, so, uh, yeah, so God will leave some of the brothers and sisters around to teach us patience. The devil got into himself and brought out a mystery. It had never been in existence. Sin, death. What was it? So God reached into himself. And brought himself out. You know, you are here saying, God, you have provided my needs. You gave me food to eat. You gave me clothes. You gave me nice children. And that's okay. We appreciate God for all that. And God, you paid my fees. And God, you preserved my husband's life. And God, you delivered us from the accident. And God, you have saved me. But honey, you can thank God for all that. And God knows you have not truly appreciated him because you have not received the best gift yet. The best gift God gave you was himself. 
When you are young, we tell you that God gave you eternal life. God gave you. No. No. And that is where it starts from. The gift called God. That's where it starts from. When you begin to know that the gift you have received is God himself. But he also came in a seed form. Ah. The word of God is the seed of God. The word was God. And God became a man. So just as the devil sow a seed God Put himself Gave himself So he came in a seed form But sweetheart God Is more Than deliverance More than healing More than blessing we call it the glory of God. But you see, in the seed form, you don't see it. Until... Oh, oh, something begins to happen to the seed. And God too, you can break him down. That's why we have the Trinity. So that the glory of God can move from one state to the other without losing essence. So the same God was Christ. 100% God and yet man. Never lost essence. Put a thing into us. And then said right now you have tasted divinity. God has become man but it is time for man to also become God that journey is called glorification why you don't just have some characteristics of God or some traits of God or just the nature of God but where there is a manifestation and a completion of divinity. So he said, the way you do it is baptize them in the Father. Let them take all the distinctive characteristics and attributes of the Father. Then baptize them in the Son so they can have humanity that has become deity. Then immerse them in the Holy Ghost so they can have the full spiritual experience of God. 
as men. And all the while they are refining process. In their humanity will be the devil and the contradictions of life. And their divine work will be the Holy Spirit. the Holy Spirit is living in your heart or in your spirit but the Bible never says that your spirit is the temple of the Holy Ghost he said your body Because in your glorification the Holy Ghost is going to move from your spirit and sit in your body that's what I'm telling you this your vile body will be changed this your weak infirm diseased sinful body aging body frail body oh my god will become like the body of God. Fashioned like unto his glorious body. And every beauty of God will be seen on you. What has been bequeathed you as an heir of God Is the fullness of God. Honey, your inheritance is not a street of gold. Even those who barely made it walk on the street of gold. Now, if you're going to walk on gold, then you're not going to wear gold. what your body will be made of will be a wonder of the ages help me lord now you see we are already in heaven I'm not saying that there's no heaven no. there's heaven I'm also not saying that we will not go to heaven we will go to heaven but right now we are in heaven because you see your realm of existence is not the earth neither is it the spiritual realm where you and demons and angels are colliding your realm of existence is in christ not metaphorically literally
but what happens is that you are tossed to and fro thrown into the holy ghost thrown back into jesus thrown into the father that is what we mean but baptize them in the the word baptize means deep immerse submerge the father says you must look like jesus and jesus says you must look like the father and the father said when i see you in the holy ghost there must be no difference when the bible says we are the body of christ it's not metaphorical it's literal literal you are the body of christ is the head and every glory of the sun is your glory now listen tell me how you can actually walk in this divine realm and be truly divine and play with faith the thing we are talking about is an issue of faith it's not in the human plane you can't go and do a phd and they give it to you it's raw walk with god it's a raw adventure into the spirit not spirit realm adventure into god and i'll tell you some few things Everything was in God and God brought everything out and God is gathering everything back into himself that's all that is happening the greatest act of God is separation and unifying and the greatest things you ever do will be separation and unifying because God is rich in glory The only way there can be a manifestation and distinction is there must be separation. See, when God said it was not good for man to be alone, the word is all in one. The word alone was all in one all and one alone all one i don't want all men to be in one so alone is all and then one they drop one l alone if eve was not separated all we would have seen was adam and if Eve had not come you won't be here you would have been in them but you would have been a potential or you would have been hidden glory so what god does is separate 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 the devil is also doing separate but when the devil is doing separate his intention is disintegration division no connection with source 
his intention is to disinherit distort disorganize disconnect and then God is unifying everything God is putting everything back into Christ Bible said the fullness of time he will sum up all things he will gather all things together into Christ a time will come the oxygen you breathe will be coming from Christ the Holy Ghost the air you're gonna breathe honestly the oxygen of heaven is Holy Ghost we'll talk about that some other time he's putting everything back into one and when he's gathering In Genesis 13, the Bible says that Abram was very rich in cattle and in gold. Say very rich. Say I'll be very rich. And the Bible says Lot also had so much herds and cattle that the land was not able to bear them. I prophesy to you that the coming wealth a whole country cannot bear two of you Bible said there was strife between the headsmen of Abraham and the headsmen of Lot and Lot said we are brethren there should be no strife if you go to the right, I'll go to the left. If you go to the left, I'll go to the right. The lamb was not able to bear them. So Bible says, Lot separated from Abraham. That's the first time the word separate was used. Also, there was strife. Strife occurs half the number of times we have the word separate. The first time the word separate was used. was when Lord separated and it was over an issue of capacity when God told Abraham leave your father's house it was because what God wanted to do will be hidden and lost I told you God gathers the devil also sums up or gather up when the devil gather up he just want to bury he wants to conceal said what I want to do with you Abraham even Lot couldn't handle the blessing Lot who was blessed because he had a raw bone from Abraham they couldn't handle the blessing so can you imagine Abraham being in his father's house so when he said leave it was for capacity The word separate also can mean divide. 
and the first time it was used in the Bible was when the Bible says there was darkness over the earth and God said let there be light and God saw that the light was good and God separated the light from darkness in Greek and in Hebrew every time the word separate is used it is used in a positive sense and in a negative sense when it's used in a positive sense it is separate it's actually separate set apart when it's used in a positive sense separate Saul and Barnabas it is to set apart usually for a noble reason But when it is used in the negative sense That is where it means all the negatives Or connotes all the negatives Like You know Divorce, okay Divorce Some of you still don't get it yet. In this season, God is going to separate you. Because you see, it is time to shine. And God doesn't want you to be hidden or covered. So he'll separate you. Nobody lights a lamp and put it under a bushel. But you see, I told you the intent of separation but there's also the way to separate it's all about purpose the Bible says there are people who separate themselves who are sensual who have not the spirit are you beloved building up yourself on your most holy faith praying the holy ghost he said some will separate themselves separation is all about purpose now one essential thing about separation is the principle of purpose i leave that because purpose is everything see the son was separate physically from the father but it was in God's purpose so they had the same spirit purpose is spirit I explain something to you see in God separation doesn't mean disconnection It's just to allow you to shine. It's for the purpose of glory. Separation for the purpose of glory. So every time God wants, God wants to increase your glory, He separates you. Separate Paul and Barnabas. Now we're called out of the world, separated, and then they were separated into ministry. 
unto the gospel and then they say separate me Paul and Barnabas that's for more noble tax and when there's separation the purpose is for glory and so the essence remains the son was separate from the father but he won Gabriel said to Zechariah I'm Gabriel standing in the presence of God Gabriel was on earth the presence of God is in heaven he said I'm Gabriel standing in the presence of God why? because though he was on earth he was not disconnected from the spirit I'm going to tell you some few things apart from God the most important thing is the purpose of God actually the purpose of God cannot be separated from God I will explain some things to you you see when we fell we fell from the glory of God so we couldn't comprehend spiritual things so even the word which is God in the New Testament the word was not God in the Old Testament God was different the word was different so God will speak a word and later go to perform it because the word was not God there was a veil of humanity standing between and it's also interesting to know that the word also was not spirit Jesus said the word that I speak to you they are spirit and they are life but the word was not spirit up to now we still have words that are void of the spirit the word was not spirit the Bible says the letter killeth. Now the word of God is called letter. Old Testament. Now it's killing. And the spirit gives life. So the word was divorced. But in God's true realm and in the realm of glory, God and the word and the spirit, they are the same. That Trinity is the Godhead. That is God's realm. You didn't hear me. The Trinity, that's God's realm. That's where God lives. That's God's house. That's God's playground. That's God's manufacturing room. That's God's arena. That's where God lives. That's where he moves. That's where he acts. That's where he speaks. Because though God can live in all the things he has created, God's original place is in himself. Before God created heaven and earth, ladies and gentlemen, God was not talking. Does that make sense? When God started talking, things started coming to being. Are you getting me? And I'm asking you, does it mean that when the heavens and earth were not created, God was not talking? Because when God talks, something happens. So when there was no heaven, there was no earth, there was nothing, God was living in himself. Was he not talking? 
He was talking, right? He was talking, right? Get, who was he talking to? Talking to the son, who was at that time was the word, or talking to who? The spirit. Because oh okay so god was not working they just sat down looking into each other's face the three of them they were not working you're not talking to me they were working but you see oh the word of god and the work of god the word of god was the son the work of god was to the spirit so in real sense you can't separate the word of god from god and you can't separate the work of god from god don't worry i'll break it down there is a word of god without the spirit and there is a spirit without the word of god that is not the word of god that's not the spirit of god so the witness of the word is the spirit and the witness of the spirit is the word so the true word of god is the one that has the spirit of god and the true spirit of god is the one that has the word of god in other words the place of glory is where the word equals spirit. Where the work of God equals his purpose. So, this is what God did. God gave himself as a gift. And then he gave himself as the word through Christ. And he gave himself as a work through the Holy Spirit. You see, the place of glory is where God the Father is one with God the Son. Or is equal to God the Son. And where God the Son is God the Holy Spirit. Or is equal to the God the Holy Spirit. The realm of glory or the realm of God. The realm of glory is the realm of God. The realm of glory is where the word of God and the work of God is equal to God. Or where the work of God and the purpose of God is the same. Or where the work of God and the spirit of God is the same. Prophet, so what are we supposed to do? Okay, so what are we supposed to do with this? Is it a good question? So you see, Live in his purpose. Live in his purpose. 
the father alone is not enough glory if i don't say it in another way you may not understand you see the glory of god refers to both the essence of god and also the excellence of god the true nature of god but also the complete nature of god and you can't find god's completion in the father because the father is a ball of light all you will see is a ball of light sitting down that is all you can see and nothing else though he has a form and has a nature and has everything but in the sun you see a revelation of the glory of god the sun by virtue of being man in itself was limited so we needed the holy spirit to have the full dimension of god in the human realm i get it okay so if i deal with only the father i won't get the fullness of the glory that's why i say baptize them in all the three because the father says there are things about me that if i even tell you, you can't even get it you can't even hear it but when the word comes, he's the word so he'll do it and the word says there are things that i want to tell you but you can't get it but the spirit he reveals he's a revealer so you get it all right so we need a three and because you need a father you need a son and you need the holy ghost the father represents the person of god the son represents the word of god the holy spirit represents the work of god and i'm saying that the word must equal the person any god that is different from the one the word of god is saying is not the true god the word must equal the work so if i want glory i am in the word but i'm in the spirit in fact where i am in the word i must make sure that that is where the spirit is you can't separate the purpose from god from god because god's purpose is god god's purpose is his spirit the divine work is the holy spirit himself so you can't separate it tricky and difficult eh let me come down a little pastor doris what am i supposed to do let the word of christ dwell in you richly that should be enough if i have the whole word of god in me that's okay i said uh-uh be filled with the holy ghost but you see the trick is the principle of god is a principle of fullness when you have the word you may not necessarily have the spirit but when you are full of the word you are automatically full of the spirit when you have the spirit you may not necessarily have the word but if you are filled with the spirit you automatically fill with the word because you see there is a place where the word is equal to spirit and that's the place of fullness all right all this is uh, this is master's degree 
oh, this no this phd so let me come to masters let me break it down to master's degree so you can get it i'm using you as, as the godhead and come so rita come stand here so if this is the godhead why is he supposed to be why is he supposed to be hanging behind the father why is he supposed to be coming to the middle all right how prophet how will i get here i mean there are some things you just say how do i get here the intercession between the spirit and the word the intercession between the father and the son the intercession between the son and the holy spirit it's called faith. Faith carries you zoop to this realm and pushes you here. Because you see, faith is saying, the son is saying what the father is saying. Oh, I love you, God. Oh, we are having the same spirit of faith. Faith, the son is saying what the father is saying And the spirit is saying what the son is saying Okay, come here You look like the father because you are the biggest here So you, let's take you to be the father Okay And uh, let's take me as the son Okay You'll be shocked to hear this According to the Bible The Holy Spirit will never say anything Except what the son is saying He's God, oh, he has his own opinion, his own feelings, his own will, will. But he will never say anything except what he hears me say. And Jesus says, what I see my father do, that's what I do. Actually, Jesus does not just hear what the father says. He's actually what the father is saying. He's the word of God. So what the father says, the son says, the Holy Spirit says. So, what the father does, that's what the son does. You know, people, people think this is a joke. And that is the exact thing the Holy Spirit will do. Now listen. If the Holy Ghost, that is God, dare not say anything and say what the son is saying how come you think that you can just be saying anything and have results so god operates a closed circuit i said god does what operates a closed circuit everything that the father does the son does the holy spirit does and it goes back to the father like that the glory goes back to the father the father through the son it's like this so if you are smart, what will you be? Ah. Zim. The behavior here. The behavior here. And the abrabo here. What do you think happens here? See, it's just the word 
and the spirit. The life here is a life of faith. This realm is faith. Absolute trust. That's how come Jesus was able to come and die. Because absolute trust. So it's a place of faith and it's a place of love. Speaking tongues. Speaking tongues. The power of Jesus' name that angels prostrate fall, that angels prostrate fall, bring forth the royal die. Yeah, 
crown him Lord over oh hill that power can we rise the angels prostrate fall the angels prostrate fall bring forth their Everything, he's harmonizing everything in Christ. The Bible says in Ephesians 1:10 that he might gather into one all things, even into Christ. And that is our place of glory where we align, we are in the purpose of God, we are in the place. That God wants us to be. Hallelujah. 
the place of the word is the place of faith where you are living in the word that's faith where you are living in the spirit that's faith where you are seeing the invisible that's faith where you are hearing from that's faith comes by hearing anyway it's the place of faith where you are speaking what is speaking Where you are seeing what he's seeing. Just lift up your hands for me, one minute. God is going to reveal himself to you. Not just in a vision. But in a visitation. Where you have a deposit. An impartation of glory. Your mind will be the mind of Christ. <laughs> Bible says that the people increase with David daily until his host become like the host of God. God is going to give you the tongue of the spirit so you can learn to speak the language of God. Faith so you can know to live like God. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus Father I want to say that we love you 
will invite you, Lord, to come. The place of glory is the place of abundance. It's the abundance of God. It is the abundant life. It's a place of living water. River of life is flowing. You eat freely of the tree of life. And in this service today, you're going to ask God to show you His glory. You're going to ask God to come upon you. Because he's, go- he's, going- he's going to do exactly that and more than even that. Holy Father, we want to say we thank you. We want to say we love you. Now close your eyes. The hand of the Lord is coming on. I already see a halo. coming up on somebody's head and I see somebody being healed of a heart condition and I see somebody receiving the gift of prophecy and I see six people receiving the gift of miracles and another four receiving the gift of healing so that makes it ten I actually see God give you a brand new heart because you have a problem with your heart thank you Lord I see a teaching gift I see wisdom coming from heaven I see a warfare anointing I see great grace and I see explosion coming to us we love you place your right hand on your head just for a minute Lord we come into your presence nobody's living without your glory that is what you promised us today You did not just promise us, you came as a promise. You are the promise yourself. You became the promise. Because you became the word. Thank you, Jesus. So there will be no gap between what God said and what he will do. to 
is a privilege to wear. Lord, you are a maker, maker of Lord, the universe. It is another Lord, yes, another chance to stand before you. With a grateful heart, I lift my voice to you. Proclaim it, Lord, you reign. Proclaim it, Lord, you reign. Father, with a grateful heart, we say. With a grateful heart, I lift my hands to you. Proclaim it, Lord, you reign. Lord, you reign. Let me just minister to you. Don't worry, the glory is going to heat. The glory is going to heat and it will fall on you. You see, it says, the Lord will arise upon you and his glory shall be seen on you. So the Lord will come upon us. And this high is going to start. Some of you are going to feel like butterflies in your tummy. You're going to feel some slight movement in your tummy. is going to start feel some like feel some something in your tummy like some exciting movement or funny movement or exciting movement in your tummy once you feel that once you feel that Close your eyes. Close your eyes. The Lord has sent his angel. I see light. I see light. And I believe the Lord is going to come into the temple. 
and I see signs of him from the back towards the front and you're feeling the heat in your body you're feeling the heat in your hands and you're feeling the heat in your belly and some are already seeing his signs so I'm already seeing the signs some of you are receiving the gift of discernment to be able to see the Lord and to know the Lord Your eyes are being opened. Captivity is being turned. And healing is taking place. I saw a leaf from the tree of life. Which is for the healing of the nations. Healing is moving through your body, through your bones. Through your system. You receive an evil counsel, you are confused. The anointing is neutralizing it. Thank you, Jesus. I see God open that door to that school for you. I see God taking you to another realm. And then I see wealth. I see wealth coming into this house. Then I see God's favor. I see leadership anointing. I saw somebody lay hands on you and give you a leadership anointing. I see God give you a leadership anointing. And the Holy Ghost is touching your lips and touching your head in this service. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I see grace. I see grace. I see grace. Abundance of grace. We love you. We love you. Just love the Lord. Just love the Lord. Just love the Lord. If you feel the anointing in any of the ways I've described, ah, help him, help him, help us. If you feel the anointing, any of the ways I've described, including those who have fallen under anointing, all of you. Can you move to the front? And some volunteers are going to help us. As ushers. Some volunteers are going to help us. 
when you step forward just stretch your hand towards the altar I want one person to stand One person each, raise up. One person each, behind, stand behind all the people that are standing. Father, bless us, Shaddai. to be praised Father you reign I pray for you Great are you Lord Lord Thank you Lord Jesus Thank you for the mantle, Holy Spirit. You are chosen, truly chosen. The Lord will distinguish you with anointing. Well, this coming. Receive the Spirit. Obedience. God is making you mighty. God is making you mighty. God is making you mighty. Oh, 
Jesus, the King of Kings, sing now. Jesus, the King of Kings, yeah. Worship me, oh, worship me, yeah. Oh, worship me. Consume me, fire, sweet. Fire sweet perfume. Consuming fire. Sweet perfume. Just awesome forever. Feel consuming fire. Consuming fire. Sweet perfume. It's awesome forever.
place your hand on your belly as I close the service. Everyone something happening there's something happening to your belly out of your belly Out of your belly. Out of your belly. City takers. Oh. We are living this place. As men and women of dominion. We have your glory. We have your glory. We have your glory. If you feel the anointing in your belly, don't hesitate to join us, okay? Once you feel it, you feel this. You feel this thing in your belly, like some gentle movement in the belly. Yeah, feeling in the belly. Yeah, join us. Yeah. Oh, Holy Spirit, we are grateful. Holy Spirit, we are grateful. Your hand is on us. We love you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. There is an anointing coming on you right now. Like somebody touching you. Is an angel from the Lord touching you, especially the people towards my left. And then you feel like a hand touched you. 
what God did to Abraham is doing to you. Ah. The promise that Abraham should be the heir of the world. Flowing out of your belly. 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 Oh, yes, Lord. I see angels all over the service. I see angels all over the service. I see angels all over the service. I see blessing all over the service. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Karahasa Katasha.
you father we love you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you Lord. in Jesus name amen God bless you